You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey y'all, welcome back to Cozy One Podcast. This is season seven, where we are dissecting different types of parents and different levels of parenting so we can be better parents, so we can be aware of what we need to tweak a little bit, what we need to get rid of, and what we need to add in. So I hope you guys are ready to be honest, ready to hear feedback and constructive criticism because that's what it is. Um, Most of the time, I can only speak from my experiences, but majority of the time, I'm talking to you about parenting that makes sense, parenting that creates a healthy family construct and healthy (laughs) children. That's what we want. We want healthy children so they can have healthy families and they can live a great life. All right, so let's get into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is Shan, mommy of the girls, and this is episode six. This episode, I want to talk about the constant giver parent. And it doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound like that's a bad thing. Like, oh, a parent that gives? How can that be a bad thing? Sounds sweet. A parent that's giving a child everything that they can, that they need, and more. It sounds beautiful. Until that kid becomes needy, helpless, and ill-equipped to survive around other people without that parent. Until they kind of like enable their kid to blossom in a way. And... I want kids to be resilient and self-starters, especially my kid. Um, That's what I want. Hold on. Okay. Um, I, I just want kids to be able to take what I taught them, take what I shown them, and do it for themselves. And when you're a constant giver parent, you run the risk of not being able to see that in your child because you're constantly pouring into them where you don't even give them a chance to grow because you're drowning them in all this, let me do it for you, let me do it for you, let me give it to you, let me give it to you. And you can't even see if like they're able to do it themselves. It's kind of stifling. So yeah. That's the parent I'm talking about on this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. 
Hey, Cozy Warm fam, this is JC, the dopest mommy around and owner of He Hates My Tees, a novelty t-shirt company based out of Arlington, Texas. This is our first year grinding it out and baby, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm a mommy of two spicy kids, Davey and Jameson, and an educator. And I started my company as a way to be self-sufficient and control my own narrative on my value. After working several years in a corporate environment being, you know, undervalued. My latest collection is called The Dopest Around, saluting all dope-ass folks. We just released The Dopest Mommy Around Dad Hats, and they are fire. You hear me? Fire. It's available in several colors. Follow us on IG at He Hates My Tees and visit our website, hehatesmytees.com. And that's tees, T-E-E-S. Use code COZY15 for 15% off your purchase. Love ya, be dope, stay dope, and I'll see you around. Growing up, I had a constant giver parent. Her name (laughs) is Jennifer. (laughs) She's my mom, and um, she never made us work for it, quote-unquote. She never made us, you know, until you get your grades up or or until you do this or until you do what I asked you to do multiple times, I'm not doing this. She just always gave to us, did for us, um, did random things uh, like of kid fun where she'll take us to like Chuck E. Cheese. We didn't do nothing out the blue to deserve it. She would... um, take us to like Disney World we did we didn't do anything out of the extraordinary to deserve it she would get us bicycles just because she felt like you know you should have a bicycle you're a kid my brother I remember young my youngest brother used to get his bike stolen over and over and over again sometimes I would have to go to the basketball court with all these older boys and men and take his bike from whoever took his bike that day and bring it home because he didn't want to face who took his bike and my brother is three years older than me so every time my brother's bike would get stolen and and I didn't want to do the search initially that day of getting his bike back my mom would chuck it up as a loss and go get him another bike and I'm just like you're not helping him because in life Maybe it's not his bike that gets stolen. Maybe it's something else that's more important. Maybe he's a bit older. Like, what is he going to do in life to stand up for himself? You know, he's going to take bigger losses later on in life if you're not giving him the space to stand up for himself. And um, she just wasn't into it. She would rather um, take an L... Um, and my brother would rather take a loss and I guess her out of guilt would feel sorry for my brother and go buy him another bike and even when I would see my mom struggle or talk to my brothers more than once and them not do what she asks and then them turn around and want things and her give it to them or her do it for them I would ask her like why are you why are you doing that you know, I would question her on her parenting, and um, it wasn't to be combative. It was just really to understand, like, where is the lesson 
in what you're doing because if they know that if they don't do what you ask and they can still ask for things and you're still going to give it to them you're not teaching them anything but that was my mom's way of parenting my mom's way of parenting was very lack of discipline very lack of um lessons and more so here and that attitude is not going to help your children learn anything in life when you're just constantly giving them things they don't deserve when you're constantly giving them things they didn't work hard to earn we made we made ourselves do whatever we felt like we needed to do for us because we wanted to do it it was never because my mom wanted us to do it it was never because our dads wanted us to do it it was like okay I'm gonna make myself get this because I want this she gave and gave to the point that we were handicapped to doing it ourselves like I didn't I'm the youngest of five boys right and I didn't get my license till I was 28 years old and that's mainly because when we were living in Florida you could get your license at like 16 and I just didn't care to drive. I'm just like, why would I drive when most of my brothers got cars? And if one of them is out work, the other one could take me. And they never, like, told me no. And then if they told me no, my mom would tell them to take me anyway. And I felt like if my mom was like, if you want to go X, Y, and Z, and you want to do X, Y, and Z, you need to go get your permit. Or you need to go get your license. She was never, like on me about getting my license or on me about doing things for myself it was always like a side conversation like i wish you would just do this or i wish you would just you know get out the house and do x y and z it was never like a push to do so and i never felt like i was getting any pressure to grow in a way that you would want your kid to grow my mom just wasn't that and i think values come from the lessons in broadening your horizon and going for it. And I, to this day, I'm 33 with two kids and I wish my mom pushed me more. I feel like if my mom pushed me a lot more, I would be a lot more outgoing as an adult instead of wishing I could go back and do more than I did. And putting effort towards work the results feel way better. Now, when it came to me being 16, I got my first job at 16 at Old Navy. And all my days off, I would go to work. When I was bored at home, I would walk to work and work extra hours. When I um, got to high school, I got an internship and I worked at The Gap. And I would do overnights. And I was, and then when I was in college, I was going to college full-time. And I would do overnights. And I would go to class. Then I would go home, take a shower, come back out to do another overnight. Like, me, wor- working was never the issue for me because I was, like, my pusher. I was my motivator. But every kid is not like that. And if you are a constant giving parent, you're going to end up, holding your kid back more so you're helping them push forward you can't constantly give and give and give and give and give to a kid and not allow them to work for anything and not allow them to earn anything and um, not give them praise that they earned 
over like praise that oh you just came in and you showed up you should get this prize no you gotta show up you gotta put in the work you gotta put in the effort you gotta think you gotta work as a team you gotta be a team player in order to get team results you can't just show up and win and I think that mindset today where parents want all kids to feel like a winner no matter what no that's not how it works because in reality everybody will not win the people that win are the people that stayed over time the people that stayed after practice to practice the people that woke up really early when they could have stayed in bed sleep and watched cartoons that went running and prepared for the game and um you know practice and practice and practice to become their greatest and did the extra reading and did the extra work on the side and did the extra research. You can't be an equal winner to somebody next to that that's been put in the effort. That's not fair and that's not right. And I'm not going to raise my daughters to feel like all they have to do is show up and get the credit. All they have to do is look cute and get the credit. All they have to do is um, cry and get the sympathy to get the things that they want, that they need. No, you got to put in that work. You got to be just as, if not more, involved and intentional about the things that you want in life in order to have them. Now, let's say that I become a millionaire or a billionaire in this lifetime. And I can afford to get my children anything they want and any car they want and any trip and any birthday they want, right? They're still not getting it because I know what it feels like to earn something and have it over someone just giving it to you. You not knowing what went into receiving that or getting that or obtaining that. So even if I'm a millionaire, your first vehicle will probably be a Honda. And Honda are, you know, they're good cars, but it's definitely not going to be a Tesla because I can afford a Tesla. It's definitely not going to be a BMW because all your other friends have BMWs. You have to earn the nice things that you have, you know, and once we start teaching our kids that just because you want an iPhone doesn't mean you get an iPhone. There are working people that have three jobs, uh, uh, renting a room or renting an apartment that can't afford to have an iPhone, let alone pay that bill. And kids just want these things because I understand that technology is winning, but there's a work ethic that goes behind having the latest. Phone, clothes, um, cars, uh, opportunities. You got to be able to put in that work. I remember when I was interning in college and after college and living in New York and I would talk to people and they'd be like, why are you interning? Why are you working for free? People don't understand that most of the time your experience goes a long way, more so than getting that quote unquote good job that pays you. But once you get that good job that pays you, where's your next challenge? If nobody's there to challenge you, if you don't have any, like, competition that's in the same room and you're seeing, like, what they're doing that you could probably improve on and do also, where's your challenge? Like, it can't be, I just want to make X amount of money and have this quote-unquote good job. 
are you passionate about? Do you love it? Do you feel fulfilled? And it's a lot of adults working jobs that quote unquote are quote unquote good jobs because they pay a certain amount and you can maintain these bills and you can have this, ooh, that life looks great look about your life where when you go home it's quiet it's empty your kids don't want to be around you because they're in their rooms on their computers or on their phones or watching tv and it's 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 a lonely place to be in that big house with those nice things and those nice clothes and those nice cars and nobody really fulfills each other in that household and I don't want that I don't care how much money I have I don't want things to outweigh my relationships with my family or my people or my kids and when parents can't afford to give children a great education and nice clothes and a nice lifestyle and you can have a vacation home be mindful of what values you are giving to your kids because you didn't well some of us wake up and we come into a life where we have that but when you're the beginning of that lifestyle, you need to be constantly showing and being honest about what adult life is to have these nice things. Because to kids, it just looks like you see it, you want it, you order it, you get it. Where it's a lot behind the scenes of that that's ugly that they probably wouldn't want to do for it. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to a constant giver parent. You have to constantly be showing your kids that balance. Like um, Anya loves to go to Catch an Air. And it's basically this indoor play place for kids where it has tubes, it has balls, it has slides, it has um, jumpy things. It has, you know, all the things that kids would like to do in an air-conditioned Wi-Fi food drinks place. Okay, and she loves going there, and she thinks whenever she feels the need, she wants to go to catch air. I should be all ready and stop life and go to catch air. And I'm just like, no. And she's hating this quarantine because usually during the summer I take them to catch air more often because it's hot as hell outside in Georgia, and I would rather take them into somewhere, be able for them to play around, burn that energy, and come home and chill. But I can't do that because of this quarantine and COVID situation. So she thinks just because she wants to go to catch air, I should get up and go to catch air. And it doesn't work like that. And I explained to her, like, I have priority things that I have to take care of first. I have to pay the rent. I got to pay the light, the car, my phone, uh, for you to go to the doctor's, uh, groceries, And whatever else is coming before we can go ahead and do like fun things. And even though something that this quarantine has shown me, even with the fun meter, the fun meter can be anything. You don't have to spend $300 to have a great time. You can get all this cool stuff from like five and below or the dollar store. Uh, Get some food, get some drinks, get some ice, get a cooler, get a blanket, go to the park and have a day and it could be like the best day the next day you might do something different where you might um take them to a park that has other features the next day you might do something 
else that's different. And you just got to keep reinventing a different day. Take them out for yogurt, you know, a new, a new yogurt, yogurt spot went to yesterday that they enjoyed. And it's just about being in control of like what your good time is and not thinking that you have to have buku dollars in order to have a good time with your kids because you don't. But I think the quality time is way more valuable than what you can give them and what you can get. Even with Anya having an iPad that her dad got her, I still put like a timer on how long she could be on apps on that thing because she would be on it all day. So even if you can buy it and you can afford it, I don't recommend parents constantly giving to their kids. And if you're going to constantly give something, give them discussions, give them um, challenges, give them uh, things that jog their mind, give them uh, experiences, give them outlets, give them chances to redeem themselves every day from what they thought they couldn't do yesterday. That's what you constantly give them. You don't give your kids things because they're going to get caught up in things and not have anyone later to really um, show them what it is to experience life. Hey, I'm just a mom of two. What do I know? But I've seen plenty of families, plenty of kids have things and they are very unhappy and their life is out of whack and the way that you create balance is um, you've raised your children in a give and take way and you have to give them enough space in order to for them to show you what you've poured into them you can't just constantly throw things at them and expect them to be able to stand on their own too because they're not going to be able my name is Shan peace know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.